Welcome to Speak Slam the Words, episode 21. And as always, I'm your host, Dave Reed. This episode is our conversation with rapper Nagash Ali, who recently signed to Warner Chapel. You'll hear about his next album and his approach to music. Don't forget you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Warner Chapel UK, Twitter at Warner underscore Chapel, and on our YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Warner Chapel Music. And don't forget, Chapel is always spelled C-H-A-P-P-E-L-L. Enjoy. Warner Gash, thank you very much for coming and speaking to us on this very warm day yeah. about songwriting and just about the craft yeah. in general. Um, I hear you, uh, j- just to throw things out there, you know, we we had somebody on the podcast a little while ago, I don't know if you've looked into the podcast too much, but yeah. we had the pitch shifters come on, exactly. and, and from, what I, uh, from what I know, reading your bio a little bit, we've seen that you've worked with them before in the past, is that right? Exactly. I started out with pitch shifters when I was real young, like 15 or 16, and, um, and we worked on my first album, so they've been around for a minute, and... They're from the same part in Denmark that I'm from. We both come from that hip hop background. So they produced like they produced on all my albums. And um and like for the intro for my last album, I had written a hook for it. They really liked it. And had sent it over to some uh some of their management over in the US and it got picked up for, for Jadakus's album. Which uh I believe Chris Brown will be singing that hook. Yeah. It's pretty good news, right? It's pretty cool. It's pretty awesome, man. Yeah. Especially because the way I kind of stumbled into it was like, I'm a rapper, like naturally. That's where I come from. But I've always, uh, what's it called, like, done my own hooks, but I always got other people to sing them. And yeah, man. So it's funny that I kind of stumbled upon it in that fashion, like just doing the melody lines and not necessarily being a singer which a lot of songwriters usually are, you know what I mean? Like, they can sing their ass off. Whereas, I'm pretty good with melodies and I'm a rapper. Yeah, that's and different. Uh, Has it opened up a kind of like a new avenue for you to work down now? Because, yeah. you, you know, you've come up with the melody line and you've kind of given it away, in exactly. a way. Have you done more of that since? Well, I feel like the funny thing is, I was kind of like, when it came to the, like to just writing songs for other people I kind of thought it would be a different avenue and it is but it ain't you know because at the same time uh, you're applying the same things you know and you're kind of not to say that you have a head start as a rapper but you're so used to having so many more words in a song contrarily to a singer um, so so it's like it's pretty much the same but different obviously the aspect is you have to you have to get into the mind of another person and write the song for them instead of yourselves but it's the same tools mm. yeah. you know we, i don't think we've had many rappers i don't even know if we've had any rappers on the podcast yeah and so it's going to be kind of a cool angle because you know you're the first of hopefully many rappers we'll have on the podcast but um, I imagine to, for you, you know, the way you think about lyrics is going to be very different to how some, somebody else might think about lyrics. Um, what do you look out for when you're trying to get all these lyrics down? Because, you know, when you listen, so, listen to songs, there's just so many lyrics in rap music. And how do you cope with that? It's funny, like, um, the process is, is pretty much different from time to time because like as a rapper I can always go in and I can always write a lot of stuff like I can always just go off 
and just write a rap. But I kind of like thinking in concepts. You know, I like to go, okay, so before I even put pen to paper this time, I might have the whole thing done in my head. So I'm thinking of it more as like a story. Okay, so you, okay, you know so I mean? you have a narrative to begin with in your head. Exactly. You want you want like what are you really trying to convey here? What is the listener supposed to take from the song? Like there has to be a start, a middle, and an ending, right? Like there has to be like the best songs are when like you feel enlightened after you've heard it. Like and it doesn't have to be like a factual or theoretical thing. You like your spirit lights up from it. Like that's what's a great song to me, you know what I mean? It makes sense sonically and emotionally. And like, therefore, I'm kind of thinking what's that core emotion that I'm trying to bring into the song? Like, what's that, what's that feeling that I'm trying to convey? And is that through a wordplay? Is that through a long story? Is that through, like, wh whatever means, you know what I mean? Whatever means I have to do to kind of poke at that emotion, to kind of tell that story. And to get the get the listener in tune with the message that that has, and that's literally like different every time. Like that's why it's like writing a song is like cracking a Rubik's cube, or like or like putting a puzzle together. Sometimes it can take so long, you know what I mean? And you're just never satisfied because that one line, like that one word that just ties the whole thing together, is missing, and it will drive you nuts. And when you crack it, like that's the most awesome feeling and other times it's like it just rushes out of you do, do you feel like you've had like a you've got maybe you've got a bag of songs kind of like kicking around still that you know this i'm still looking for that word still looking for that sentence still looking for that phrase that will complete that cool ass song but it's just not quite there yet do you have do you have those i have a few of those i have a few of those like and also, you kind of, the funny thing about, like, when you write song is a lot of it is subconscious, you know what I mean? So you'll go back, like, to a song you wrote a year ago, and and those things kind of came to life in that year that passed, you know? Or you you write a song and, you've, and you and something may be bugging you. Like, you don't know, you're kind of feeling uneasy, and you write the song, and the, the puzzle that you couldn't put together before that suddenly makes sense. Then there's the songs that you couldn't finish at that point in time because for whatever reason, um, maybe you had you had your experience wasn't full. You know what I mean? Like you had you hadn't you had only started but you couldn't finish it because you didn't have the experience. And then you come back to those songs and you're like, Wow, this is still a great tune but you wasn't at a place where you could finish it. I guess in that way it's probably better to just let things go. We've spoken to a lot of songwriters on, on the podcast and a lot of them will say they'll be halfway through a session they'll kind of be like oh you know I'm so close to like getting this song done mm. it sounds like from the angle that you're coming from it's at that point it's better to just let it go even if it might be a year you know and know to get the best song out of this this tune mm. is to let it go for a year wait for the good stuff to come wait for that little bit that's kind of missing exactly yeah. Yeah. exactly and that's what it is like so now what we're kind of talking about is like the danger of forcing inspiration yeah that's you what it what is I mean? yeah. like because sometimes you, you go cold in it and somebody might have another idea and then maybe it could be fulfilled and, and you could pepper it up but a lot of the time you're also writing yourself you're kind of like 
in this, like, it depends on you writing for that person. Sometimes, like, I'm an artist myself, so I might just, with my artist stuff, I don't really co-write with a lot of people, you know? And obviously, it applies more to my life, you know? Um, so, 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 yeah, like, sometimes you force the inspiration and a potential great song uh, becomes a mediocre song. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm. you're working on a deadline or yeah. the artist has to have it by then or yeah. labels pushing or and something's missed out you know having, you haven't got that beautiful sweet spot exactly. that could be so good exactly it's a waste it's a shame so I saw in your bio that um, you know you started like making music when you were like 13 13 was like a significant year for you yeah yeah so I started like making music when I was around 11 that oh, was that was when I started writing That's literally young. you know really yeah it was real young so but I didn't write my own lyrics completely like year after I really started getting into the lyrical aspect of it um and yeah when I was 13 I kind of got my own studio and That's I got my cool own for a deal exactly it was That's awesome nice. I was young and I was I was lucky to be in that situation because not a lot of 13 year olds just Hey, I'm going to the studio. Yeah, I'm sleeping yeah. in the studio, and I'm coming to school the day after, like, and going head straight to the studio. So, so I was, I was, I was lucky to start young. And yeah, I put out like my first EP around 14. Um, and you know, my first official album, like, which was in a group, was uh, when I was 16. And you know, I, I had done. Pr- pretty good stuff before that but that really made it official we performed in germany you know we performed in norway uh sweden we performed at hip-hop camp in prague to like twenty-five thousand people amazing it was crazy i'm sure there's nothing quite like it right this nah yeah. like that rush when you're on stage <laughs> you know what i mean like it's it's it's, it's really like a drug actually you know what i mean it's very addicting um to see the impact you can have on people Oh, that's what's crazy and and you see yourself like yourself just like I used to be at De La Soul concerts and like whatever my idol was you know what I mean and just go ah, and you would only have it from that angle and then you're kind of like wow like like the dynamic is uh, can be shifted you know what I mean and, and dreams do come true in that fashion but yeah in the year after I made my solo album which was Asmarino and that did great in Denmark, got licensed in America. Uh, yeah, I performed like Egypt with that and in France, uh, in Germany. I performed here in the UK, I performed in LA, Norway, Sweden, yeah. So I was pretty much international with that. Um, and that was really where I kind of like, like the hooks really started to mean a lot more to me because I was kind of like a rapper's rapper before that. Like, I didn't even want hooks. That's not true, but, you know, it was like, it wasn't, like, the most important thing of a song. Yeah. Necessarily. At that point. And really, with my first album, uh, just, like, like, it doesn't matter what you say. It matters how you say it. You know what I mean? And, and... And I really started becoming more of a technician with it, you know, and kind of like bringing singers in. And even though I couldn't always sing it, I knew how I wanted it to be sung. 
Yeah, man, I just, and from that point on, I think people started to take notice because, like, I wrote all my own stuff. And, yeah, I was in France working with a lot of people, and I became, and I came on the radar of, of Warner back home in Denmark, yeah. Yeah, so you're saying, off the first so um, that you, you kind of realized that you wanted to go into Hooksmore. From what I understand, you're kind of look, looking to work on your next solo album, is that right? Yeah. What are you, so you, I'm guessing you're putting some hooks in there now, you're kind of looking to do that. Um, what else have you learned from the first album that you're putting in place for this second one? Well, you know, um, like making an album is a big process, you know what I mean? It's, it's just the same as writing a book, you know, every chapter has to have a storyline that is cohesive. And that's what takes a long time. And it does, you know, and you should take the time to do a proper album. And, like, the times we are in now, where everything is just at the tempo that it is, it doesn't always allow great albums to be out there. Because the artist doesn't always have the possibility to take the time to make a great album. I was happy to do that the last time around. And, and I feel like what I've learned from that is take your time with making great music you know what I mean don't rush don't rush it because you know if if you want to make timeless music you have to put time in it um, that's an amazing saying wow we should just yeah. put that somewhere exactly. that's a great saying thank you man that's very cool it's probably very true actually what you just said yeah you know what I mean yeah I think I do yeah I think so yeah it, it, the great music deserves to be respected, and so it shouldn't just be rushed. That's very true. You see what I mean? Yeah. I'm working on like a new EP type vibe. I'll probably extend it to an album, but I'm saying to myself oh, yeah. EP right now because <laughs> I just like I just put my last album out this October, so I'm fresh out of an album process. Okay. Um, so I just put out an EP. Um, uh, it was actually two weeks ago. Oh wow! Okay. So just like exclusive for the uh, for for the UK, came out for free on Soul Culture, and um, yeah, I'm going in on the new EP, which should drop September. If I extend it to an album, it might go into next year, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to do an EP though. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah, it's awesome, man. It's, you sound it's, like a busy man. Yeah, man. Yeah. I love working. Best way to be. I love That's working, cool. man. I love what I do. So what do you, when you um, come to, you know, starting a, starting a rap from scratch, starting any kind of tune from scratch, you know, we talked about having the narrative in your mind. At that point, are you getting a, a pen and paper in your hand or are you getting on the computer, getting some kind of like production down? What's your, what's your, next, me what's your next move, basically? Mm. Well, it depends. You know, sometimes... I might aim for a top line. I might go in and just aim for great melody and not concern myself with subject matter. I just go in with the subject matter afterwards. So I might just be playing the beat on blast and yeah. and get my rush into my little setup to just record melodies or recording on my phone. Yeah. Um other times it's literally like just wordplay you know you have this one idea or you're writing for this one artist and you've gotten some directions and you haven't really met that person yet but you're kind of like wow i would love to see this person in this light 
Like that's that's an awesome idea. I would love to have of him. And so you just you're taking notes, you filling notes out, and you leave it alone for a little minute, and it's still marinating. Uh, you come back to it. Like that. That's that's sometimes the process and writing for others where you know they people kind of know where they're trying to go. Other times when you're in the room with with the artist that you're writing for. It's just awesome to have conversations with them. Mm. Like, you just get a feeling of who they are and their do's and don'ts and what they like and what they don't like and really just, like, like absorb that vibe and, and borrow their brain and shoot it out. In terms of myself, like, also sometimes I kind of become like, okay, so you know this, this, this is, like, an effective route to go, but leave it alone because you start thinking in, like, and structure too much and you kind of lose the spontaneity and the serendipity of it you know what I mean and and I might just go off so so I love that as well like just go straight off instinct mm. you know it's it's more freeing in, yeah. in a way whereas songwriting a lot of the time is structure wise and subject wise and so yeah I would say like writing for people in a room that I would probably maybe go for that the artist is not in the room I'm creating the idea myself I'm doing it for myself I like to go off more like spontaneity I want to like I want to get the raw feeling of how I'm of how I'm feeling at that at that present time yeah yeah it really amazes me though how rappers can just kind of like switch it on and just like boom it comes out yeah. you know I'm not going to ask you to do it right now because I think there's too much pressure but you know like it just yeah. it does amaze me there's just an amazing skill that like just uh, should be appreciated and just just applauded. And like what you're saying about the spontaneity, being in that room, being blown away, which you know I'm sure happens. And yeah. and and you know these songs come from somewhere, and and you know they come from those moments. And it's, it's very cool. It's very cool. Yeah. What kind of do you look out for in a song? Right. So um, when maybe if you're walking down the street and you hear a new song you haven't heard before, what is it that grabs you? Any kind of genre. Originality. Okay. Something you haven't heard, like production-wise, maybe, or production-wise, uh, just a voice, like you know what I mean. Like even a lot of the times, when when you're dealing with a performer who can't write their own songs, like you have to give them the same amount of credit, you know what I mean? If they have a marvelous voice, the same amount of work. There's a reason, you know what I mean, why that person is a performer. It's just like a voice that blows you away, like. Even just an example, when you heard Lana Del Rey, you know, and everybody was like, wow, like, that's totally retro, like, you know what I mean? And that's what blows people away and just kind of creates that wave. I look for originality and something unique, like, because we're being force-fed music at the rate that we are, you know, things are becoming saturated and not very worked through. On top of that, I look for... look for I just look for moments of genius like moments of serendipity you know what I mean like those like, those creative moments that you're kind of like because you, you you've been there yourself where that was where like sparks just fly and some great idea comes up and when you see that or when you hear that and experience that it's like I feel like that's what music is for you know it's, it's about raw emotion it's about touching you and it's about leaving <clears throat> 
space open for interpretation because there's no two persons that are alike and and we all interpret differently you know what i mean and we have to leave space open the, the kind of like the to let the person on the other side absorb the song in their way and make it apply to their own life yeah, in that yeah. way. People do that. They just they hear it. They hear songs and then they they get pictures, don't they? They get like memories of of where they first heard that song or maybe what it reminds them of. Yeah. And and that evokes emotion. And, and songs have amazing power to do that, don't they? Um, strongest. Yeah, it's strongest. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. You, you said earlier about um, you know working with other people. You said you mentioned with your rap, you do it on your own. How do you like working with other people in general? I'm a people's person. I love working good. with people. You know it's a I good mean? place. Like I'm, I'm, I'm social. I love to like like a lot of the ideas for songs just spark off conversation. You know what I mean? You're just sitting there and you're talking about something that applies, and that authentic moment is like, wow, that's an idea or that's a scenario. We need to like. Like, like those colors we just felt, we need to kind of paint that on a mural, right? Um, and meeting different people, like like this this industry is filled with, you know, uh, colorful characters. You know what I mean? And and creative people. And um, so yeah, definitely love working with other people. I love working by myself as well, but yeah. Feel like you have to master that balance. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and plus, like with with the stuff that you're doing with the hooks now, you know, you you have the avenue to work with other people a lot more, yeah. um, and you're kind of like looking to do something almost new and fresh. Kind of like, how can we do something for this other person and give them something, something good? Yeah. Do you find pressure in that at all? If you're thrown into that situation. Mm, I kind of like I don't allow myself to feel okay. pressure. That's because good. Because there's nothing constructive from it. That's true. You know what I mean? I mean, at some point, like like I was saying, with, with being a rapper, uh, you spend so many years uh, creating rhyme schemes. You know, you kind of like, you know what sure. rhymes, you know what goes, you know yeah. what I mean? I've never been in that situation where I just froze up. Like, I didn't have any type of inspiration. Um... And, and I'm the type of person I like having deadlines I like having pressure because I feel like that pushes me you know what I mean because you're always working like you constantly have ideas and you know sometimes it's like okay you have to finish like you can't you can't keep just you know what I mean it's like and, and that's what yes. it is you know it's, the, the, the song isn't finished till it's out of the mastering you know what I mean yeah. and you keep tweaking forever yeah so, you can can you um and in terms of like In terms of like, like when you, in, if you mean like in the room with the other artist and you're not, you're not feeling, you know what I mean, like something, uh, you know, then it just becomes more and more of your idea, but it doesn't become the greatest song because it's not tailored for that person. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You have to almost let go of it being for you, I guess, and let it go for somebody else. You see. Yeah. You see, so it has to be proactive, yeah. definitely. Who would you like to work with? In terms of songwriters, um, like Claude Kelly, I okay. feel like is is from another planet. Mm-hmm. He's just amazing. Like even Wayne Hector from here, uh-huh. amazing writer. And very consistent as well. Mm-hmm. What about artists? Yeah. 
Odyssey in the UK? Oh, anywhere. Yeah, okay, UK. Okay. Well, you know, I feel like there's so much talent in the UK. It's ridiculous, but obviously Tiny is, is I feel like, is a great artist. Um, Labyrinth, I feel like, is a great artist. Wretch, I'm very much up on the, the UK hip-hop thing. Or scene, not to call it a thing. Uh, Robert Glasper is just crazy. Like, this a jazz, jazz-infused dude. Obviously, man. Someday, I, we all want to work with the great ones. You know, you, course, we all yeah. we all have that imagination. Like, what would happen if I was in yeah. the studio with Kanye? Of like, course, what yeah. would happen? Like, you're an artist. He's an artist. Like, yeah. Which sparks will fly? What would he think? Yeah. Um, and that's what keeps you going. You know yeah, I, mean? I guess you want to be the greatest, right? You want to be one of the best. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's like sports, man. It's competitive. You know, we all want to be number one. So. Um, so yeah man there's so many great people like too few to name but I also wanna like even when I'm saying I'm a rapper I do a lot of different stuff you know what I mean like I mm. do so much different stuff it's, it's really not genre based anymore you know and everything is just merging whereas pretty much if you feel it is good you know yeah and that was kind of like why I left real hip hop alone for a little minute because it's you know yeah. what I mean it's like okay that's not real or that's that's real which is like if it's real to you it's real well I hope you get to be one of the greatest thanks man. and that you you stun people thank you it was great talking to you thank you very Likewise. much for your time thank you for having me man I think Nagash is probably one of the most chilled out guys I've ever met he certainly brought a real calm air with him when he came in to see us it was good to finally get a rapper on the podcast to get his perspective on the writing process I think in this current climate, there can be such a demand on artists to come through with the goods so quickly that it might compromise the music, which must be a difficult thing for the artist to reconcile. Maybe though, in a world where everything seems almost instantaneous, some things are worth waiting a little bit longer for.